Moment of silence for the Cheez-It Bowl. Yes, 2020 has taken everything from us, even the Cheez-It Bowl. The bowl known as the Cactus Bowl forever and then known for a few brief and beautiful years as the Cheez-It Bowl has now been renamed the Guaranteed Rate Bowl because we cannot have nice things. A nice thing we do have is a full slate of Big 12 games that we're going to talk about, and I'm finally going to give you my prediction on who's going to win the Big 12. This is the Bed Goods Big 12 Bullets. That's right, I'm going to give you my prediction for who's going to win the Big 12, and by tomorrow it will all be wrong. We've got a full schedule of Big 12 games, unlike last week, which just had West Virginia and Kansas, and I didn't watch that game, and I know you didn't either. But we're going to watch this weekend because we've got some exciting matchups. We have number 17 Iowa State against number 6 Oklahoma State. That's the big game. We'll talk about that one. We have Kansas at Kansas State, who's uh, Kansas State's number 20. We have unranked Oklahoma against unranked TCU. We've got Baylor against Texas. And then rounding out the night is West Virginia at Texas Tech. So there's some intrigue all over the conference this weekend. Finally, a full conference schedule with big games. I mean, every single one of those games is, besides Kansas and Kansas State, every single one of those games has some intrigue and and could be difficult to predict. So we're going to go over those games individually. And then at the end, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen in the rest of the conference. So let's just jump right in. Obviously, Kansas at Kansas State. Kansas State's going to win that game, so we're not even going to spend that much time on it. That's the only game that I am I would bet all my money on one team. Oklahoma at TCU, very interesting matchup. We will learn tomorrow who is legit and who is going to not have the best season ever. Oklahoma has two losses, as we know. Um, they're two... Kansas State and Iowa State, who are both ranked and who have proven to be good teams after their losses to uh, Sun Belt. Sorry, I mean Fun Belt teams in the first week of the season. Oklahoma beat Texas in a really big, dumb football game uh, two weeks ago. There was a lot of just not quality play happening in that game. However, Oklahoma did show some some poise Spencer Rattler was benched but he looked a lot better after he was benched um, you could see the talent that he has and he kind of developed a good relationship with Austin Stogner the tight end um, you know it's a six foot six safety valve uh, so when when Rattler's in trouble he knows he can look towards that guy and that's important for a young quarterback uh, TCU on the other hand they have had an up-and-down season. They beat Texas. It's their only win of the season. They're 1-2. and two. Of course, they had the game against SMU postponed. They lose to Iowa State by 3, and then they lose to Kansas State by a touchdown. Offensively, they're not a great team, so they should be helped out by playing the Oklahoma defense, which Oklahoma defense, the Oklahoma defense can play really well for three quarters, and then they cannot play well in the fourth quarter. It's actually really stunning. I mean, the whole team can't play well in the fourth quarter. So I do think Oklahoma wins this game, but I think like all of their wins, it's going to come down to the very last minute. I do think that uh, it will be a very close game in the fourth quarter, and uh, I think Oklahoma pulls this game out, but don't don't come at me if, if TCU wins this because I would not be surprised by that either. Um, 
But either team that loses this, that's their third loss of the season, and we're not even in November, uh, which is pretty unacceptable for both programs, really. I mean, under under Gary Patterson, TCU does not often have seasons where they are one in three. So uh, Oklahoma needs this win to get over 500. TCU needs the win to get to 500 in this very strange year. Then you have Texas and Baylor. That is a fascinating matchup because you have Texas who – now, as two losses in a row, they lost to TCU. Uh, they lost to Oklahoma in uh, quadruple overtime, a very disappointing loss after a big comeback, but they really should not have been in that game for a lot of reasons. So they have not looked great. Baylor, on the other hand, looked really good against Kansas, and they lost to West Virginia in overtime, in double overtime, actually. And, and But besides that, they've had the rest of their season postponed due to their own COVID tests or their opponent's COVID tests. So they only have two wins or two games. So it's really hard to know who Baylor is. Texas, I think we know who they are, but that team that we know who they are, they could beat Baylor or they could lose to Baylor because that's kind of who Texas is. They're very unpredictable. They're very up and down. Uh, I would go with Texas, and I think I'm going to pick Texas in this game just because they've played more games. Baylor only having the two games under their belt. They're going to be rusty. I mean, there's just things you cannot replicate in practice, and especially when they've had practices shut down. I think Texas has a big advantage in this game. If they lose, honestly, I would say if they lose to Baylor, if Texas loses to Baylor, Tom Herman has basically... He's going to have to go undefeated the rest of the season because if he loses four or five games this season, he's gone. I, I, I just that's I know that's my opinion. I don't have inside sources or anything. He's got to be gone if he loses four or five games this season. So this is a huge game for Tom Herman. He's got to have a bounce back after that that loss last week, uh, and I think he will. I think Texas will win this. But again, like all these games, do not be surprised if Baylor wins this game. I just. I don't think either one of these teams is going to factor in the Big 12 championship game at the end, uh, but it's huge for Texas. Uh, Dave Aranda as a new coach at Baylor, it's not as huge to win this game, but it would be a nice feather in his cap. The biggest game of the day, number 17 Iowa State at number 6 Oklahoma State. So Oklahoma State has kind of like um, all of the Big 10 teams who haven't played yet has benefited kind of from not playing very much. So they're up to number six, but honestly, what have they done to earn that number six title? They've only played three games. They're against Tulsa. They only won that by nine points. West Virginia, they won 27-13, to and Kansas 47-7. So they have not played Iowa State. They have not played Kansas State. They have not played Texas. They have not played Oklahoma. They have not played TCU. They have not played Baylor. All of those teams are are teams that if you beat, then you could say, oh, okay, Oklahoma State looks good. I have no idea if Oklahoma State looks good, but they're number six because they haven't lost, just like a lot of these Big Ten teams haven't even played, and they're ranked ahead of Oklahoma. They're ranked ahead of even Kansas State, even Iowa State. And so we really don't know who Oklahoma State is. I think they're good, but this is the first test, and Iowa State is battle-tested. Of any team in the Big 12, you have Iowa State who has lost a game, but then they've come back and they've won every game since then, including a win over Oklahoma. They look really, really good now. They look totally different than they looked in the first game of the season. Oklahoma State has had a lot of lag time, and and I would, I actually, I think Iowa State's going to win this game. Now, I do think Oklahoma State will be there at the end of the season, which we'll get into in a minute, but I think Iowa State wins this game tomorrow because they are battle-tested and because they are more ready. 
Oklahoma State has not faced any challenges. I mean, the challenge they faced was Tulsa, and they won, but barely, and it was just a really ridiculous game. And Tulsa is not near as good, I don't think, as Iowa State's loss, which was to um, uh, University of Louisiana Lafayette. Um, And that was really fluky with kickoff and punt returns, things like that. So I do think Iowa State wins, wins tomorrow, and I think that might wake Oklahoma State up to kind of get to that potential that they have for the rest of the season. West Virginia will probably take care of Texas Tech, who looks really, really bad. Um, West Virginia looks okay. I think West Virginia, I don't think they're factoring in at the end of the season. I do think they're going to beat somebody who is factoring in at the end of the season. What I mean by that is I think West Virginia is going to sneak up and beat maybe an Oklahoma, or they're going to beat you know, maybe a TCU or a team that is feeling pretty good about themselves. I do think could potentially lose to West Virginia. Okay, this is a short podcast, so I'm just going to go straight into what I think will happen for the rest of the Big 12 season. I think there will be no undefeated team, meaning I don't think Oklahoma State will be undefeated by the end of the season. And frankly, I think that it will probably be a two or three loss team that wins the Big 12. And right now, what I think happens is a big uh, is a bedlam rematch in the Big 12 championship game. And, you know... Obviously, I'll be accused of bias for this, and I don't know that I think Oklahoma is even this good, but it's impossible to pick against Oklahoma because they won five straight. They know what they're doing. They've been there, and they kind of have a psychological edge over teams like Oklahoma State. So I will predict Oklahoma to win that game in a bedlam rematch, but... I mean, honestly, you could tell me Baylor is going to be in the Big 12 championship game. I have no reason to to tell you that's wrong. Uh, There's just so much that could happen. But looking at the teams and the actual talent level of these teams, those are the two best teams. Oklahoma State, I mean, they could run the table and be in the national championship game or the college football playoff. They're really the only team in the Big 12 that still has that potential. Uh, They're number six. If they stay undefeated, they should be in the top four. And they should be in the college football playoff. I mean, that's what's on on the line for Oklahoma State right now. I don't think they've earned being number six, but what is on the line as they are already number six and they are undefeated is if they remain undefeated, they're in the college football playoff. I wouldn't bet money on it, but they're the only team that has the potential to do that. Oklahoma obviously doesn't. Iowa State and Kansas State probably not because they do have that loss to a Sun Belt team. But I guess if they run the table, they have the potential to do that as well. But with two losses, Oklahoma obviously is out. Texas with two losses is out. Baylor has only two games on their schedule. They might have a chance, but I really doubt that just because they've had so many missed games. And maybe they'll make some of those up. I I really have no faith in some of these makeup games. But uh, I, I do think it's Oklahoma at the end of the season. But listen, I'm not putting any money on it. Uh, It's just hard to bet against the team that's been there and done that many, many times. In fact, five straight times. So you kind of have to put your money on them until they don't do it. Um, This is not legal gambling advice. Uh, Never take my advice and never take my money or never take your money and put it on anything I predict. I'm just saying that. So it's exciting. We actually have a real Big 12 football schedule to watch tomorrow. And let's all enjoy that. Uh, Thank you for listening to this short podcast. Hopefully we'll get some guests back soon. I've had a very, very busy time the last couple weeks. So haven't had time to book guests. But go listen to the Barry Switzer podcast. He predicts Oklahoma is going to win the Big 12 uh, as as well. Uh, Listen, 
we're both as biased as the other, although I try to be a little bit more objective than maybe Coach Switzer. I do think that he is right. Oklahoma is going to get a lot of their players back. They're going to get um, Ramondre Stevenson, who will be their starting running back basically when he walks in the door. Ronnie Perkins, who's probably their best defensive player. Uh, Trajan Bridges, who's supposed to be a really talented wide receiver. So those guys are coming back, and that would be massive for the team. Uh, they're coming back from suspensions that they haven't played all season. So that should be a big deal for them. Uh, you know, some of these other teams, they're also going to get guys back. So it's not a unique thing to Oklahoma that they're going to get guys back. But I do think those guys are getting back are, are super, super talented and will really help the team. So make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast anywhere you listen to it and share this episode if you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you next week. This is the Bed Goods Big 12 Bullets. Mm-hmm.